Are you ready? I am ready. Darianne, you ready? Ready. Always ready. And I'm ready. Here we go. Please return Bubbles, your flight attendant, to her fully upright and locked position. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat and buckle up. Seat backs and trade tables in their full upright position. It's another episode of Skip Happens. A view from 30,000 feet. From the first music lesson to the first paid gig to signing the deal, it's the journey that is the life of an artist. Now, here's your captain and co-captain, a.k.a. your hosts, Skip Clark and Deb Lamphere. And there we go. Y'all ready? Here we go. Welcome to Skip Happens, everybody. And uh, thank you to John Williard, who did a little uh, voiceover for the Love Skip it. Happens podcast. Love it. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It was seven months ago we talked to her. Right. And man, she has been kicking some butt in Nashville, Tennessee, y'all. <laughs> Thank Give it up for Darianne Lee, everybody. How are you, Darianne? Yay! I'm good. How are you? We're doing Welcome. well. We're doing well. So good to see you, even though it's only been a couple of weeks since we've actually Yeah, I know. But you know what? I'm grateful we can say that versus last time, where it was still a time where we hadn't seen each other since the previous time. This time, we actually got to meet in person. Yeah, that's right. And everywhere, everywhere Deb and I went in Nashville, every time we turned around, there it was Darianne and her mom. <laughs> Doing know. the networking thing like there was none other. You yes, had to be the best networker there. No doubt. Thank you. No I doubt. But I got to tell you, I, I felt so bad for her because after three, three days of just meeting people and walking around and she looked great in the high heels and all that, I said, I don't know how that girl does it. <laughs> because it just I would have been like, I don't know. Obviously, I'm a guy. I don't have those issues. But still, that had to be a lot of work. And it had to be just like, yeah, this is great, but I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely needed a few days of like recoup afterwards. But I think it's fun. I think it's super cool to be around so many people that either do exactly what I do or love supporting people that do what I do. So I thought it was really I always enjoy it. Super was, cool. was this your first CRS? I don't recall. Uh, my second. My second. second. Okay. I think we saw you at the CRS before COVID, if I recall. I think so. I think you might that's, be right. That's where I at least I first met you. I can't so. remember back that far. So. <laughs> but uh, because I'm old, as, as Deb would say. Um, but anyways, Darian Lee, it's so good for you. Uh, so good to have you here with us tonight. We are excited to hear what's been going on. I know you've been writing. You've been yes. recording. You've got a new single coming out tonight at midnight. And uh, let's talk about you. Let's talk about what's going on in your life and what has happened. Like, because it was seven months ago, I believe, that we talked to you. I had to look it up in the calendar, but it was seven months. Yeah, the last time we talked, I think, was about 10,000 miles. We've come yes. many days since then. <laughs> yes, yes. What a great song that was, too. Thank you. Thank you. I love that one. That one will always hold a special place in my heart. Love it. Let's talk about you, though. How long you've been playing music? We're going to start with the basic stuff so people that weren't in on this before, they can get all caught up. Right, right. I've been playing music ever since I was a kid. Truly, I don't think I ever stopped singing from the moment that I learned how to talk. It's always just kind of been what I was doing. Um, I got into theater when I was like five or six years old, and that kind of really like dipped my toes in the water of what performance Mm -hmm. and music can be like. And I use music as a tool throughout school to kind of figure out whether it be math equations or spelling words. Like I was a kid in my head singing like how to spell beautiful and like all these different words and trying to figure it out. I started using writing music as a tool to like get through whatever was in my head at the time. And as I graduated high school, I'd done numerous competitions and had done the whole competition circuit and was kind of worn through that and 
just kind of realized that that was really what I wanted to do in life. And I knew it before, but it was always a state of, do I do the whole real world job or do I do what I really want to do? How did you do the competition circuit? Um, I started out and I got second overall in my first competition that I ever did. Which isn't too bad. Isn't too bad at all. Um, And then it, it seemed like it was the next year I just placed first on all the ones that I entered. And it was kind of, for me, I realized that competition circuit can be really fun but it can also be like it's true competition as well and i was one of those that wanted to like just like hug everybody and like love what we were doing together let alone not so much like the competition like i want to beat you kind of thing like i just enjoyed that we all love doing the same thing yeah yeah and i also felt like once i placed first it was somebody else's turn so once i did that it was figuring out okay what comes after you've performed on the big stages then it was just playing gigs and starting to gig out. So knowing that you did so well in the competition circuit must have told you something like, I can really do this. Oh I, yeah. It, you know, I have a passion and a dedication to do this. And, and I think I can, I can live my dream. Absolutely. Absolutely. The first time I sang, I was, it was the first time I had ever sang out solo publicly and I was sick as a dog. I had like, I had asthma, I have asthma. I had like a croupy cough. And at the time I was like, you know, I don't think it's the right time for me. And I was like, but I think I still need to do it. I was like 14 and my parents were like, if you want to do it, go for it. And so we did. And I think at that point it just showed like how dedicated I was to how badly I wanted to do what I do now. And I think that's special. It is. Absolutely. It's no matter what takes you down, it doesn't take you down. Exactly. Exactly. Even if it's allergy season. <laughs> you know, that is a question I kind of always wondered. If you're on stage and you're singing and you have an allergy and you have the need to cough or you have a scratchy throat, what on earth do you do? For me, <laughs> nine times out of ten, if I've got something, I'll typically like suck on a cough drop before I sing just because I feel like it opens my throat so much more. I always drink warm water. That's kind of like my go-to. I'm one of those people that if I come to your house and you offer me iced water, I'll probably say like, nah, I'll just take normal water. That's fine. Like I'm a lukewarm water person. That's me. Yeah. Some people don't like that. They think it's weird, but that's what I like. Yeah. Uh, and when I sing, it's always like warm water, cough drop, whatever. But when I, if I have to cough, I just turn my head and maybe like slightly cough. turn the oxygen yeah. for a moment and get it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard the warm water thing is the way to go for anybody that sings. It oh, yeah. Cold water, it like numbs your throat almost. Or cold, right, right. I feel like at least. Mm-hmm. You don't want it real hot, obviously, but you don't want it ice cold either. So. Right. You don't want to burn your mouth and not taste things for a few days because you burnt it. <laughs> you want it to be warm. <laughs> so you're living in Nashville now. Yeah. Your family's in Minnesota? Yes. You said? Yes. And your, your mom, uh, big shout out to your mom, by the way. And uh, we just love chatting with her at, at the country radio seminar. And, you know, it was just so cool that you two are hanging together. I mean, that's some serious bonding as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, are you the um, the only musician in your family? My brother, I have three older brothers. My okay. parents were in choir growing up and they did that sort of thing. My one eldest brother sings at church and he always kind of sang growing up. And I think like, the typical youngest sibling when i saw him growing up i wanted to emulate everything that he was doing that i loved like he was in theater so i wanted to join theater he was singing so i wanted to sing and i would say he was a huge inspiration for me in just doing things publicly that you love like unequivocally just enjoying what you love and showing that to the world Mm -hmm. excellent 
Let's talk about your music, the singles you've put out to radio. You had yeah. uh, 10,000 miles, was it? 10,000, 10, was it 10,000 miles? Did I get that right? Yeah, that was and the that, most recent. Yep. That was, yep. And now you've got a new one coming out at midnight tonight. Um, yeah. It's going to be available, I, I would assume, online. You can yes. pre-order it now, probably, mm -hmm. through iTunes and wherever you get your music from. But tell us a little bit about it. What's the name of it? And then tell us about the song. Yeah, I wrote this song. It's called Leave. I wrote it at the beginning of the pandemic. So right when Zoom rights were coming in hot and there was no holds bar, there was no more rules to writing. Suddenly everybody was just doing their best and it was just over Zoom. You know, everybody's getting used to it. You don't really know what's happening. My dog's climbing on my keyboard trying to get his percentage of the song. I have to pick him up and move him. Like, it was all right. Yeah, exactly. He probably sounded like BMI or something. I don't know. He just wanted his percentage. He's looking for the percentage. I can't hate that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not at all. You know, dogs on the keyboard, set the dog down, and we just started talking about... I wrote it with Cameron Palmer and Charlie Reynolds, and we talked about the people that come into your life, whether it be for a season or for a short period of time, no matter what it is, and on any sort of level, friendship, relationship, the people that are in your life, you're influenced by, whether it be your opinions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they teach you that the color yellow is beautiful if you didn't think it was before, and right. that shifts your opinion, you know? And we talked about how when those people leave your life, how you're left with this feeling of unknown and not knowing where to turn. Like, they gave you so much, but then... So it's a new blank slate. What are, you, what are you supposed to do with that blank slate? And just that feeling of being left and questioning your worth and where you're supposed to go and what road you're supposed to turn on. I think I might have a little bit of it here, Deb. I don't think you've heard it yet. So we're going to, here we go. Listen to this. This is the song that comes out tonight at midnight. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Darianne Lee. In my radio voice. I love it. <laughs> you were always trying to change me. Mix it up and rearrange me I'm not one to let the rules bend Then I started playing pretend Followed your steps to the moon And now, how the hell do I get back to solid ground? When you look in the mirror And tell me, do you see her? You can make me different and just leave and just leave You got what you wanted out of me Out of me Tell me was it worth it You left me deserted Banging on my knees trying to find me Bet you're burning every bridge that you meet Then you leave Wow, I don't want to give it all away because I want people to go <laughs> online and actually download the song and, and you know, pre-order it when it comes out. But, yeah. uh, definitely, definitely good stuff. And uh, wow, is that any is that a real life experience at all or any any of that come into play? Yeah, I'm someone that always is taking from some sort of personal experience. I feel like it's how I write best. I can write stuff that isn't super personal too, but like when it comes from something inside, I feel like you just get a much more raw and vulnerable song. Wow. Was uh, 10,000 Miles a little bit personal, too? About as personal as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I, and uh, I, I urge our viewers and our listeners to go out and check out the music. Not only pre-order what, what's going to come out tonight at midnight, but uh, to, to look back on what Darianne has, has put out to radio. And maybe hasn't even been on the radio, but you can find it online. And the music is phenomenal. So Thank that, you. That's cool. What about, a, is it just an EP or are you working on a whole album? Or what's going on? 
I'd eventually like to do an album. That's kind of like my all-time goal. I released an EP years ago when I was like first introducing the world, if you want to call it, into my sound, like introducing the public into what I was doing and my artistry. And I've thought about maybe doing another one as like a reintroduction to who I am now. I released that when I was like 18 or 19, so 19. So obviously some time has changed. Mm-hmm. You develop more. My voice sounds, I think, much different than it did at that point. It's much sure. more mature now. And I've thought about doing another EP, but I've also kind of thought about doing an album too. But I think it's, I'm always writing for those things, but it seems like we're in such a single release world that it's like, it's just so easy to put out songs you love quickly, especially when you see things like mm-hmm. TikTok where people mm-hmm. love it in one second and they want it tomorrow. So you're like preparing for that all the time. Are you doing a lot on TikTok? I am back on TikTok again. I will say I was on TikTok a lot when I released Let Me Go and I kind of fizzled out a little bit. Social media and everything can be a lot sometimes. There's a lot of work going on, a lot of writing going on at the time. And so now we've jumped back in. I enjoy TikTok. I think it's super cool. And the tangibility that you can give people to like hold your product in their hand and listen to it on a loop before it even releases is so cool to me. Yeah, that's so amazing. Do you do all your own social media? Yeah, I run every ounce of my social media. Oh my gosh. All by me. And it's a full-time job in itself, but I actually mm-hmm. really enjoy it because I feel like I'm able to give people more of a lens into who I am. Like they can hear my music and get to see who I am in a portion of myself but when they open up social media i'd love for people to be able to just like see my entire personality yeah i'm reading some of the comments here uh jeremy p says uh, beautiful reminds me of listening to dina carter oh i love that thank you yeah dina i love dina carter by the way mm-hmm. she's got and, a beautiful voice i think yeah. she's kind of making a comeback right she now. is slowly i think mm-hmm. i'm seeing a lot more of her on on social media mm-hmm. than i've ever seen before so which right is good. The good. first place that I actually ever recorded in Nashville was literally right next door to her home. Ooh. No way. Yes. No way. It was just like a home recording studio with some guys that were incredibly talented and they lived next door to Dina Carter. And so like, yeah, we waved to her husband when he mowed. Like, it's nothing here. Like, that's very normal. But when they said that, I was like, wow, that's like crazy that that's she's yeah. right. Dina, did Dina ever get out and cut the grass? I don't know. I wasn't I there long enough. I wasn't peering out the windows right, right <laughs> It's like, there she is. Oh, my gosh. Right? She's on the John Deere. Right? <laughs> she probably would be. Probably. I would probably. So. You I know, was too busy recording to know. Yeah, but that's the life in Nashville. And oh, a yeah. lot of people like yourself, you moved to Nashville. A Deb's there every other day doing her thing with her business. And and the people in Nashville, I mean, they're just neighbors. They're just people. Right. They shop at the same grocery stores. They, you know, they, that's where they live and just that's where they work. And then right. when they go on tour, they visit all of us. So it's kind right. of that's right. There you I know. think there's a lot of respect for like, and I've heard people talk about it, but I think it almost goes unsaid. Like when you see those people, like you're all just out living your life, let them do their thing, whatever it might be. And I think it's really cool that people are able to, do that but also just to like live alongside people that are doing incredible things yeah um when i was down there a couple years ago before covid we went down to franklin for a festival something was going on there and the lady a group was down there with with their families or their spouses or whatever Mm -hmm. and i have to tell you not a person bothered them 
It's like so they interesting. just got to go. One of them just had a new baby. Maybe two of them had babies. I can't remember. And they had their strollers and they're juggling their diaper bags and they're right. and nobody even is running up to them and saying, "Hey, you know," because right. like you said, it's that's they're very respectful of right. their personal time. It's cool. I think it's super special that they're able to like be in a space where they're able to hone in on their craft and other people are doing the same thing, but they're also just able to like live normally, like any person could ever want. Yeah. Let's change it, change it up a little bit. Have you ever had one of those moments where you go, Oh my God, that's so-and-so. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) I have, I have, absolutely. you know, I mean, it happens to all of us. It was actually at CRS. One of the first times I saw Jennifer Wayne, she's in runaway June. Yes. She's just like creatively such an incredible artist like she's so good at what she does she hones in on her craft she's incredible and i saw her and i was going down the escalator when it was actually on and she was going up the escalator and i like saw her and i was like went like this and i did the whole double take like oh my heck that is jennifer wayne and i just think she's such an incredible writer everything she does is so great and i we like made eye contact for a second and i was like oh and like look the other way and like invade her privacy or something like <laughs> you kind of want to jump out and say oh my god i want to write with you or i want to perform right. with you or i want to like i just want to pick your ear for a second and mm-hmm. just like let you tell me all the cool things that i should know whatever it might be you know and why don't you why don't you yeah. do that i why think don't when you see somebody like that yeah i think it's also like just knowing it they're probably there i mean they're there for all sorts of things right sure, you don't know sure. exactly but for me in that moment, she was going up and I was going down. So it wasn't really the perfect moment. And I wanted so badly just to like shake her hand and tell her that she's influenced how I write music, but I wasn't able to, because I didn't see her again, but there's been some people that I've enjoyed, like whether it be meeting with people from labels or whatever it might be, I've just found like the best way to figure out this path of where I'm going is just to be straightforward and ask them like, what more can I as an independent artist be doing to get noticed by someone like you? I could see Darian Lee walking backwards on the escalator. as she's. Right? <laughs> I should have. I really should have. I think I was wearing too high of heels that day to even consider going back. Oh, my gosh. And you're, you know, you're a tall woman as it is. So I I, I'm just I'm just saying, you know. I put on heels and I start towering people. But I feel older brothers. And when I'm able to look at the top of their heads, it kind of makes me laugh a little bit. So I enjoy it. <laughs> well, how tall are you? regular regularly i'm five eight five oh nine gosh. i think yeah. i'm five eight ish nine but so not insanely tall but a good height no that's a very good on, height i put on some heels and thank you dad for the height i just mm-hmm. yeah, your dad's tall then obviously and i My know your your mom is shorter than you <laughs> you know what she's short but she's mighty <laughs> mm-hmm. yes i like that because i'm short <laughs> we were probably the same height <laughs> and deb is mighty let me tell you <laughs> right. I always say that my mom's harder to find in places than my dad because most of the time he kind of just like sticks up like a building in the sky. Like you see one, you're like, oh, there's dad. Mom, I'm like, she could go incog- incognito. It's a hard word. Mm-hmm. Very quickly and very easily. And just she can spook you really quickly. She could scare me by turning up behind me if she wanted to. <laughs> Melody. You know, oh, go ahead, Deb. No, I say maybe that's why, because you just said that, because every time I my son is floating around. If I kind of just walk around, I spook him. He's like, right. Oh my God, you're always scaring me. And it must be right. something to do with, cause I could just, you know, I just kind of sneak up there. Right. 
you know, there's benefits to everything, right? That's right. There is. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Melanie's on here, and uh, Melanie was actually at CRS. Yes, and, my girl. And, oh, yeah. You remember her? I do remember her. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, she said she saw you there, and she was saying hello. She played my song, I think, like the instant I gave her the scan, she was listening to it. I loved it. Oh, that's like, right. I that's put her on my TikTok. Girl, check out my TikTok. You're in my video for a second. <laughs> <laughs> a quick second, Mel. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's great, though. That is that is awesome. How do you how do you keep up the high energy? How do you keep going? I'm kind of a high energy person, so it works out pretty well in mm. for my favor, but I think I find the times where like the low energy or the slow songs are more feeding for the low energy. I'm definitely like a, I'm a sucker for a sad song. So I'm not always super hyped, but I just enjoy like communicating with people about what I love and like having good conversation about things that we mutually enjoy or respect. So like this kind of thing, CRS is like, CRS is like social socializing in like the most intense way. Cause you're like all over the place. Right. But I think it's so fun because it's like, you're, there's not many times in your career that you'll be able to see as many people that are so essential in your career at one moment in three days as Sarah's. And you got to remember that's, that's two ways because right. for you as an artist meeting the people that are in the industry on the other side of things, the radio and, right. and all, all those people. And for us that are in radio, we get to meet the artists. So we're not, you know, we're networking too. We want to get to know right. you. And, yeah. you know, hence the podcast here, too. But I, I, I feel like we're family because everywhere yeah. every room we went. Uh, I loved it. Guess what? There's uh, Lori and Darianne. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's, you know, it's mom and daughter. Everywhere. Right. Like, Are you following? And we even said uh, right. our tables were next to each other. I turned around oh, and magnets. went, hey. You're continually attracted to each other. You know what? It means that we keep good company. And I appreciate you. you yes, guys. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good people keep good company. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you could uh, collaborate with anybody, who would that be? If you could uh, get on stage and do something. Um, I mean, I've loved many different artists, but for me, it's very simply Shania Twain, Carly Pierce. If Johnny Cash was still around, I would die to do something with him. Uh, as well. yeah. uh, he's so good, but I really love the Shania Twain and Carly Pierce sound. I mean, there's a million people, but those are two people that I have the utmost respect for and how they've paved paths, I think has been incredible. Mm -hmm. Carly Pierce, man, I, I, that girl is like kicking some tail right now. She is oh, doing so well, and I'm glad she's on her feet. I know she had a rough time there for a little bit, and just to see her getting these awards and right. doing her thing, and you can do the same thing. Thank just, you. Just remember, it doesn't happen overnight. You're only, you know, in your low 20s, so it's a matter of it takes time. Oh, yeah. And I I was just talking about it today, actually. I enjoy the hustle of being busy. Like, I enjoy the, like, getting down and dirty and just working really hard and doing what I can to hopefully in one day be in a position like she is right now and look back and be grateful for that time. I think it's the, it's the stuff that gives you the bones to your book one day, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. The bones I like that term. Yeah. Yes, I like, I've never heard that. I love that. I don't know. It just came to my head just now. You can coin it. That's a songwriter for you. Exactly. 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 <laughs> I exactly. can't think on my feet at all. <laughs> it's just <laughs> always on my toes. That that's. Uh, I can't I like think it. if I'm sitting down or standing. So <laughs> I'm just saying that's what happens with me. 
I also relate to that. <laughs> it depends on what day it is, I guess. Yeah. And what's going on now. Today it was a beautiful day, so I felt great. But other days, right. you know, here in the Northeast, you never know what's going to happen. And you're from Minnesota. You know what I'm saying. I, so even though that's not the Northeast, but the weather, we could probably similar. relate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm definitely picking up what you're laying down. I get the whole thing. It's no. 70, 70 today. We could have a foot of snow again this weekend. Who so, knows? I know. Yes. It must be warm where you are because you're in tank top and no sleeves. Yes, yeah, so seventy-two so or seventy or seventy-two today. It's been nice. It was really nice. Uh-huh. Well, we were close. We were right. close, but we'll You're get right. cool again. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, just hold the weather off because I'll be there, and I expect warmth. Okay. I will hold it for you and tell it not to change. Okay. Thank you. I got I you. Was- I was asking about uh, how do you get your energy and all that because uh, there's a company called Innovative Nutrition. You should check them out because they have the patches, they have uh, stuff like that, that, you know, it's nothing. But I'll be honest with you, I wear the patches and I feel great and it keeps me going. Now, obviously, I'm old enough to be your dad, but still, <laughs> and I sometimes I need that little extra boot, but boost, but uh, you should check those out as an artist just to. You know, oh, yeah. it's nothing bad and it's it's all good stuff. It just kind of that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm yeah, not even cool. like a I don't even I drink like teas. I'm not even a coffee person. I'm like about like my fuel for the day is what I wake up in the morning and what I eat. Like that's what my uncle always says. He's like, food is fuel and all these things. So it is. Like, I gotta get some good fuel in today. <laughs> but that's really cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so uh, let me ask you, what kind of fuel do you like? What do you eat? Are you pizza, wings, uh or do you eat healthy? Um, I actually really enjoy cooking. It's been super cool to just kind of like delve into that a little bit. Uh, my breakfasts are always pretty simple, which is like an oatmeal or something with protein, something chill and relaxed. I'm one of those that just likes to keep it easy in the morning. So it's less things that I have to check off my list really quick before I can leave the house. I'm with you there. Um, right. I'm like, a, simple. Exactly. And exactly. efficient. That's all. Right on. Do you sing in the shower? Always. Who doesn't? <laughs> Our acoustics are incredible. <laughs> you you know, you're right. You're right. Me as a, cause I do a lot of voiceover work sometimes when I get in the shower, I kind of, you know, I, I don't sing, but right. I'll do things with my voice. The shower has like an, an auto tune in the walls or something. I don't know <laughs> what it is about the shower, but all the time it's great. My dad says he eats steak and eggs in the morning. That's my dad for you. Folks. I like that. <laughs> Did he? Uh, oh, there he is. Yeah, I see him. Okay, cool. Steak and eggs. Good man. I'm right there with you. Classic I'm, country. I like it. Yeah, nothing better than a good steak and eggs breakfast. <laughs> Over easy with the eggs. The steak Ooh. medium rare. Maybe some home fries. I, I can literally hear what he is saying in my head right now, and I've known his order for eggs since I was like two years old. His order for eggs is extra, extra, extra hard, 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 hard. Oh no, 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 no! Like he taught me how to make eggs. When I, my parents did, I should say. My mom and dad taught us how to make eggs when we were really young. And I went through the spell where I cooked everybody eggs at like nine p.m. at night. I was like, "You want an egg? I'll make you an egg." Like, you know, he says very hard eggs. <laughs> I see. I, I mine have to be messy. See, I, I like it that way too. Then I can dip my toast, or I can take my steak and you know, kind of mix it with the eggs. Right, I like. dip my toast in the yolk. Uh, yeah, that you know, we we have eggs at night once in a while. Now right. my wife will go. You know what? You want a couple of eggs? Okay, yeah, fry them up. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, 
So. It's a great go-to yeah. snack, and it's a shot of protein, so why not? Exactly. What is the uh, most useless talent that you have? Oh, I'm really good at, like, well, I guess that's actually useful. I was going to say I can remember, like, any sort of melody song in an instant. Like, I still know my niece's Christmas oh, that's an awesome talent. It's right. a great talent, except for that I literally still know my niece's Christmas concert that I saw <laughs> two and a half years ago by heart. I could sing it for you right now. Um, I can lick my nose with my tongue. That one's not incredibly useful for anything besides just making people go, what? <laughs> There's not I know people can do that, but gosh, it sounds painful when you talk about it. See, when I was a kid, I don't know why, but I was extremely determined to be a person that could lick their nose with their tongue. That was just like in my head. I was like, I need to be one of those people that can do that. That's, That's really so important fun. to me. So, you know, that, I guess <laughs> I am a sucker for Christmas music. And I remember you. over the holidays, I was going through the web, just pulling Christmas tunes. And I saw that you did some sessions. Uh, yeah. Were they the church sessions? Church that, sessions, yes, yeah. sir. And you did uh, Silent Night, which is just so dear to me, oh, and yeah. the first Noel and songs like that. And I went, and I actually had them on my playlist. So yeah. I, I never told you that. But it's no, that's so sweet. I love doing those. That church is actually an old family church within my mom's family on some farm property that my grandparents have. And every Christmas, it's that church is just like the way that they build old churches is just so beautiful. And the acoustics, because you know, there wasn't sound systems then, they build them to carry that sound. And you can sing in there and you can still hear a pin drop, it just carries everything in the best ways. And I was like, why don't we do some church sessions? Because I started doing just acoustic songs, taking the camera out and just filming it out there. And my mom fell in love with the idea. And so we literally brought the Christmas tree out. We decorated things. And there's no power, no electricity, no nothing. So we have a generator running outside. And we bring the cord all the way inside. And I actually filmed this year's in October. So oh, wow. I had a little buddy heater in front of me because it was really cold. <laughs> uh -huh. And this was all done back home. Yeah, all done back home. Sometimes yeah. you might see like smoke or I don't even know what you'd call it. Just like that cold breath air coming out yeah, of my mouth. Yeah, and that's because yeah. it was truly that cold. Oh, wow. Yeah, mom says we saw our breath while filming. We really did. <laughs> and I like your dad's comment. Uh, Christmas music is the best. Says, it is the best. Uh, AJ's got some good tunes, which, you know. Uh -huh. Also, hash browns at uh, Ganley's. Is it Ganley's? <laughs> You'll have to, you have to tell me about that. What's, what's up with that, Corey? He just, he's like, <laughs> he's a big fan of like a classic breakfast and at our lake house, my grandparents lake house that I've like basically part time, I always say grown up at, um, uh -huh. it's like this diner. It's a very classic country diner. And he says they have the best breakfast. He like loves to go in and have breakfast there. And I, I think he gets like, he gets a very certain order. It's like a cowboy something. I don't know what it is, but he passionately loves that place. Oh, awesome. great. That's tradition. <laughs> it exactly. is. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what is, no, mom and dad are listening, but I'm going to ask you a question. What's the most oh. trouble that you've gotten into? <laughs> well, should yeah, I not ask? I wasn't, I'm, I'm truthfully, I'm not that interesting where I caused a whole lot of trouble. Um, I honestly, like, I think I was only ever grounded maybe once. And that was just for being a teenager who's trying to get home on curfew, um, and made a poor decision to try to speed home. <laughs> uh, oh, did you get a ticket? 
No, oh. no, I did not. That was the only time that I've been pulled over still to this day. I learned my lesson. <laughs> I'm very grateful for our people that catch teenagers <laughs> like me that thought, shoot, cutting it close to curfew, got a buzz on home. But no, I, I've never been a troublesome person because I'm, I don't like to get in trouble. I avoid trouble at all costs. <laughs> I like that. I wish <laughs> all kids were like that. That would make the world <laughs> a lot easier to function in. You know, but. sometimes we need people to keep it interesting, though, because if yeah. everybody is just following, it might not be there. My dad <laughs> says there's the lumberjack breakfast. I, I love it. That's I love it. Nothing's, nothing better than a good breakfast. I, mm -hmm. You know, if we had a place like that, I'd be there every morning. Seriously. Honestly, I don't. I don't blame them. What is the proper way to say Minnesota? Just like that. Minnesota. 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 Thanks, Jeremy, for and that. Wisconsin is Wisconsin. It's what? Just Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, see, I, I always hear people saying Wisconsin in all sorts of weird, funky ways. I, huh. The only reason why that's fresh in my brain is I heard somebody say it the other day as if it was like three words, and I was like, ah, not a Midwesterner. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. So, Minnesota, mm -hmm. is that correct? Yes, sir. Wisconsin. 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 One word. And I have I really like Wisconsin. 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 Like it's a few words, just yeah. Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So uh not Minnesota. No. Oh no. <laughs> Minnesota. That could be a dad joke. You could. It is a dad joke. It's one of those knee slappers. <laughs> yes, it is. There it is. I love my dad jokes. I do a feature on the air every day. Uh I do a little bit after three and a little bit after five with my skip Clark dad joke of the day. So I think it's yeah, a dad says, joke. There. Some of them are cute. All right, so Dad says, say aluminum. Aluminum. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> is he telling us that that's one of those songs you couldn't say or what? No, I think that's just commonly a hard word. Aluminum. aluminum. I guess aluminum. So, aluminum. Aluminum. Aluminum linoleum. That's something that I always heard growing aluminum up. Aluminum <laughs> Forget it. Aluminum <laughs> linoleum. Like linoleum. Is it linoleum flooring? Is that a thing? That's a good question for down the road. Like right. when we're talking to other artists, what word can't you say? I probably have well, no, about I love ten that. of them. Yeah, my I can't accent, think of what they are. Yeah, my accent thing here from Minnesota, and you're probably gonna be stunned by it again. It's constantly anything that ends with an ag. My Minnesotan brain and accent pronounces it kind of like eg, so I say bag, flag, different yeah. things like that. Whereas that to me, sound it wrong? no, to me it doesn't sound wrong. But I'm basically everybody's like entertainment the second I say that word. So everybody's like, say that word. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for fun? What do you, what, let's say you want to get away from writing and, and, yeah. and singing and playing. What do you do for fun? Do you just get out and run or do you have sports or anything? Yeah. Like that? Uh, for me, it's a little bit of everything. I love, I mean, I was born in the land of 10,000 lakes. So I'm a big bodies of water person. I love mm -hmm. lakes, oceans. Any chance I can get some sunshine and some ocean or lake life in my day, I'm all for it tenfold. That's my thing. Um, any sort of lake activity, ocean activity, I'm all for it. I'm your girl. Uh, I work out. I enjoy just playing. Like I enjoy getting outside at like all aspects mm -hmm. of life. We'll go outside and just play catch with like mitts. Um, I don't know. I'm just big on outdoors, walks, runs. We don't have our bikes here, unfortunately. I'm looking forward to getting them back. I love to go on bike rides. Oh, I nice. Got, like, I have a classic little beach-looking bike. I love it. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> you mean uh, the, the ones with the, the big handle? Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's, little, yeah. And it's like the ocean-y colors. It's like everything. Yeah, my but those are really popular now. 
Those yeah, are like, oh, like we used to have. All right, and now you probably your dad like might H be able to relate. Cruisers, I think they're called. I had a Schwinn. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. Oh, do they still make bikes? Deb, oh yeah. Deb, what yeah, kind yeah. of bike did you have? Who me? Yeah, Deb. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you said myself. No, no, no. What kind of bike did you have growing up? One of those like ten speeder bikes. I couldn't tell you what brand it was. <laughs> I didn't no. know that there's speeds on bikes until the last year. I didn't know that there's such thing as levers on bikes. Yeah, we up, like yeah. My dad's those little huffy bikes. I got a princess one. I got like cousin hand me down bikes and my brother's hand me down bikes. That was how I did it. Yeah, we just called them a ten speeder. Yeah, no, there was That's a ten silly, speed. Right? Yeah, 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 ten speed, and they had the real small tires. Yeah, yeah. ten speed, real. You know what I mean? They were like. I, mean, I think I still have big, mine but... hanging in my garage from 20 years ago. Yeah, I'm oh, sure okay. you do. So, so much stuff. Mm -hmm. She's got oh. so, so much stuff sitting around, laying around. We can't <laughs> even get that studio, right. studio Let's built. Let's not emphasize that. Okay, never <laughs> You're mind. Sounding like my family members. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> I'm gonna overhaul know. out here this year. This could be a problem. No one will like me after that. I would. Oh, throw wait out a minute. Did you see what your mom just wrote? Yeah, she said nobody trusts me on a bike, but I would I would say I'm pretty trustworthy on bikes. Now, why would she say that? Um, I tend to have this thing called liking to drive fast from my dad. Not <laughs> particularly like driving vehicles, but like boats, jet skis, bikes, yeah, yeah, things like okay. that, snowmobiles. I he's always like the best way to drive it is throttle down. Like he give her the onion, that's his saying. And I'm always <laughs> give her the like, onion. I love I'll it. do it, Dad, I'll do it. Like I was his like little. Do you know how much, everything we've been talking about, Deb, everything that we have been talking about, do you know how much material is there for songs? <laughs> really? There's a lot. There is a lot. There always I mean, is. just you growing up and, and things yeah. that people can relate to. Being out on the lake and hanging the, out with the fam and being with the grandparents' place. And so, so being that you grew up, and that's beautiful out there with all of those lakes and, yeah. and everything. I don't think Nashville has anything comparable to that because I, oh. from the few lakes that I've been to out there, because we have the Finger Lakes over here and they're just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing out there that, that I would say it's lacking. So have you found oh. a place to do any of those things out there? I actually went in Percy Priest's, I've said it a few times over that Nashville Lakes do not compare at all mm -hmm. to Minnesota Lakes. Mm -hmm. There's just something completely different about it. I was on Percy Priest last year. I went kayaking. I love to kayak and do things like that. I think it's some of the most peaceful time I can catch. And it's just not the same. It reminds me of like man-built lakes, mm -hmm. like man-made-lakes.com. It definitely thing. reminds me of that, but it is definitely the lakes that I have experienced here thus far have not been like Minnesota Lakes. They okay. are missing. thought it was just me, but it's... That's no, no, no. I share that thought. Okay. Just how, how was it? I know I'm Mr. Serious here, right? <laughs> um, how was it when you first moved to Nashville? How was it leaving Minnesota? I mean, the, you probably had that dream. You wanted to go to Nashville. You wanted to do this. Right. But when you actually did it and you said, mom and dad, I'm moving to Nashville. What was that, that moment like? Or I mean, were they like, honey, you really need to, re to think about this? Or was it yes, we want you to go and live your dream um, and we'll visit every other day. Right. Uh, 
you know, really, because how far is Minnesota from Nashville? I, I have no idea. I don't um, it, I think the drive is like 14 hours. Okay. Oh, it's further. All right. Wow. Yeah, That's how long it takes us to get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a yeah, bit of a was- jump. Uh, my family always knew that. And I was actually, I asked my mom while she was here, I asked her if she ever thought that I would be the one of my four siblings and my three siblings and myself of her four kids that would want to move away. And she said she had a feeling that I wouldn't stay put, that I'd like want to be on the, like wanting to do things. And um, for me, it was just knowing that my career was there. And, and I traveled back and forth between Minnesota and Nashville so many times. And that for me, it just the only thing that's felt different because I was here for such long frames of time is that I have more of my things and I'm not in like a hotel or an Airbnb. Like I'm right. here and right. I have all of my things. <laughs> right. And I, I see that your mom says it's 18 hours. Your dad says it's 20. Hmm. Dad's Dad's like to stop more. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Hold it. Hold I, it hold I, well, you might be different, but when no, I but, drive, we're in Nashville in no time. When okay, my husband but, drives, we have to stop. We have all right. To to see, you're the opposite yeah. from most. The dad thing. What? No, you are the opposite of most. <laughs> when, when I go, for example, we vacation in the Outer Banks. Oh, I get I in the car. We're going. You got to pee or anything. You better hold it. Your Seriously. mom agrees with me. <laughs> And we're going. My dad disagrees. So, <laughs> see, I'm with your, oh, yeah. See, I'm with your dad here, 100%. Because, Mom and dad will have to pop on. No, 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 no. When we go, we go. And my wife is like, honey, I got to stop. We, we got to stop at the next rest area. We got to do this. I'm like, but no, see, I don't want to stop. And every right. guy I talk to thinks like me, like, I just want to go. I want to get there. Right. But no, my wife wants to stop. She's got, oh, there's a, let's say, you know, souvenir shop or whatever. Let's, <laughs> right. you know, take a little break, walk around a little bit. Let's stretch our legs. No, I want right. to go. I want to go. Right. I want to get there. No. So. I, uh, I'm, I'm a very, when I, I have to drive to Long Island quite a bit and I'm down there in about five hours and 15 minutes because <laughs> I'm just Zoom. Other times it's six and a half hours. Well, see, Jeremy agrees with me. Jeremy says that nope, only stop for gas. Twelve uh-huh. hours from Syracuse to Nashville. Uh, like Jeremy that, also Jeremy. says skips right. Hold, hold it. it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He says hold it. <laughs> if I, my, I, there's a whole other story that I guess I can't. I don't know. I'm not going to tell it here, but <laughs> later, later, later. I'll have to. I'll tell you after we go off. But anyways, okay. so what's next for Darian Lee? Where do you see? Let me let me put it this way. We know you got the song coming out tonight at midnight. Yeah. It's called Leaving. And uh, if you're watching this, pre-order it. I, I would assume uh, iTunes pre-order yes. it. Let's iTunes, get it. Spotify. I have the link on both my Facebook and all of my social medias, Instagram, all that. So you can go right to that, and it'll lead you to all the platforms that you can pre-order or pre-save for. And I'm loving the song already. You, you know, Thank I mean, you. I thought you've been great since the beginning when I was first introduced you. to your music, and that was great. But this is great it seems like i can hear that you know it was good before but it's even it's even better now if that makes sense yeah no i think it's cool because it just shows like age and time and things Mm -hmm. i think it's like for me it's so cool like you have videos you have photos that you can look back on but for me i have songs too like i can listen to my life changing through songs i think it's super cool Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what about uh relationship relationship i've got zach over in the corner but he probably doesn't want to join Zach? oh okay <laughs> that's cool the <laughs> um he's the one that told me that it was 14 hours so i guess everybody has i've never actually been the one driving from nashville to minnesota 
I'm typically the one writing. <laughs> well, I will allow them to debate, but uh, awesome. he's actually the one that 10,000 Miles is about, and yeah. he's been super supportive, and I've been all sorts of grateful for that. And if you, if you look at that video for 10,000 Miles, you know, you're under a pier mm -hmm. in the water. Where was that recorded? That was at right by Florabama. What was that again? I don't believe it was Pensacola. That's a little bit further over, but right on, right in Alabama, Florida border. Uh, and it was, it was stunning. It was so early in the morning. We went up and it was like 4 a.m. I was up getting ready, get out there by about like 5.30, maybe 6, something like that, and film. And the water was freezing cold because it was in the morning and it was off season as well. Uh, but I, I enjoyed every single second of it. Like being able to, I love the ocean. I love water and being able to incorporate that mm -hmm. into a song was super special to me. Absolutely. Driving down the road, you have the radio on and you hear your song. What happens? I probably freak out a little bit. There's like a freak out moment. Then I relax and I'll probably pull over and video it. That's <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking sure pedal to the metal because she'd be all excited it's <laughs> like it's pedal to the metal but it's also just like oh my heck this is happening in front of my face and i need to remember it yeah and she'd get her true. first ticket and then she wouldn't care because it was her song <laughs> on the radio that's right that's i'm right. like excuse me ma'am or sir you know like your dad you did just said amazing you are amazing you are just a wonderful person. And we really, you know, between your mom and you and Deb and I and all the times that we did see you in Nashville and our little conversations, we really got to know you a little bit and the type yeah. of person that you are. And that means so much. Um, it just me doing what I do and Deb doing what she does, and you being the artist. It's just that whole connection, mm -hmm. um, you know, networking with Deb because what she does for a living with the Country Music Fan Club and the, and the audience company in Nashville and these TV filmings that she's doing. And then me as a radio guy and, you know, people like you make our job so easy. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we can count on you. For me, I, I count on the great music. That's why people listen to our radio station because right. artists like you and they have mm -hmm. you and Deb's like in an audience or we get you all into that, uh, you know, some of those tapings. You never know who you're going to meet. And that's oh, yeah. really cool. Well, and for us, it's super like for me, I enjoy CRS for so many ways, but also just being able to like put voices to faces in person and get to know mm -hmm. people. Because I feel like you really do create such a family while doing this. And like, that's what I consider a lot of the people that I meet because they've been listening to me since I was 18 or wherever it was along the line, but they've jumped on. And I still feel like this is so early in my career and to have so many people backing it has always felt so special to me because it's, I've never released music that I haven't felt vulnerably connected to and to have people that love that and like want to support what I stand for is so cool. Mm -hmm. You said you got a new guitar. I do have a new guitar. Do you want to see it? Yes. Yes. That's why I'm asking. What is uh, what is it? It is a Taylor guitar made of sinker wood. You can see my oh lights. Oh my god, that is so cool! There you go. We don't have a reflection. No, no, I know that is nice. Yeah, it's so nice. That's the real oh. deal. Oh yeah, and it, the whole like beauty behind it. I could guitar shop every day. It's just bank accounts don't always like guitar. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> so some girls buy shoes yet? and you right. buy guitars. <laughs> exactly. And they were telling me all the things about it. And I was like, so not only does it look beautiful and not only does it sound beautiful, it has a really cool story. So I was like, you've triple sold me. It's a triple threat. I'm going home with it. 
Um, <laughs> but it was definitely for me like a decision to do because I've had the same guitar. I learned how to play guitar on a, my brother's guitar that I actually hijacked from his bedroom and said that I was going to play guitar on. So thank you, Aaron, for allowing me to hijack your guitar for so long. He's going, that's I, where it went. I haven't seen it in how many years? Right? Now it's I hanging know. up in my bedroom at home. If he wants it, he can snag oh, okay. it. <laughs> that <laughs> one stays there. That one's such a, it's an OG to me. Um, but then I got the guitar, my tailor that I've had forever. And mm -hmm. my parents call that guitar my baby because it truly is like, the Absolutely. one thing like if i if the house is burning down i grab that and now i grab now i'll be double fisting running with both my guitars <laughs> but um it was always that way for me and i've had it since i was like 14 or 15 yeah and you can literally in the finish of the neck of the guitar see my thumb engraved and like my hand like i have worn the polish off that guitar you can see exactly where i hold the fret it's it's so Don't ever get rid of that. No, no not at all. You're look back. No, I, I do not plan to. That's mm -hmm. why I went ahead and made the choice. I have had these lovely people that will restring my guitars for me sometimes and polish them up and clean them up when I don't want to. And I just think they do, frankly do a much better job at it than I do. I can do it, but I love being able to give it to them and let them doctor it up and make it look all pretty. Um, and they they had said to me, they're like, you want to keep this guitar forever? And I said, yes, I do. Uh -huh. And they said, if you want to keep it forever, you're, you may be nearing time to retire it. And for me, that was like a heart sinking moment. I was like, no way. Like, this is, this is my child in guitar form. Like, I can't right, possibly right, retire right. it. And they just, we just talked about it. And I, I beat the heck out of guitars on stage because when I'm able to perform, I'm no holds barred. Like, I'm having the time of my life. That's how I've always been. And so being able to make such an investment into my career with anything that I'm able to do, but to just buy another guitar felt really special. Cause I was actually talking about it with my friends today. Like in our careers, we make so much go towards in our personal life goes towards our career. And so like, for me, like getting a guitar was like not only satisfying for me personally, but also for my career. So it's cool to be able to do that. And now I have another thing that if the house or anything happens ever, I grab it and I go. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a name for your guitar? I don't name my guitars. Sometimes I refer to them as he's or she's, but I've never named them before. I don't, I've never grew up and my parents never named cars or anything like that. Right, so I'm not right. too used to it. But when I do drive my vehicle here in Nashville, um, I drive a Jeep. And whenever I hit bumps or potholes, I apologize to it because the potholes here are yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And Jeeps <laughs> ride rough. I love Jeeps, but they ride very stiff. Do you think that? But these new ones are very different. Really? They're very different. What what can I ask? What kind of Jeep are you driving? I drive a twenty-one Jeeps Wrangler Sahara. Nice girl. Oh. Wow. I love my Jeep. I bet. And you my do. my brother had one as well. Zach had had one a while ago. And um I drove his and that's how I learned how to drive stick. Um and then one of the reasons why I loved it so much and I love Jeeps and just the I didn't like my brothers when I drove it years ago. I was like, ah, this thing's got too many blind spots, not for me. <laughs> but I drove his and I grew up driving my dad's like Chevy blue beat up ish truck. Yeah. Um, and that was like my favorite thing. If I could have taken that vehicle and claimed it as my own, I would have. Um and when I drove his Jeep driving stick, I think is super cool. I learned how to do that. But I realized that it reminds me a lot of driving his vehicle. And so I kind of got my mindset to sell my vehicle and purchase something that felt like that truck. I just I love that one so much and Jeeps feel similar. Good for you. Good for Thank you. You know, I gotta say for somebody as young as you, you've got your life together. 
Definitely. Yes. Definitely. You definitely. I mean, obviously, it's your upbringing. Your mom and dad are wonderful. And I keep reading their comments here. He, uh, your dad said your other guitars were worn out from playing, so, playing hard. so hard. That's right. You know, it's nice to have that support, too. I can tell that uh, both your parents are behind you 100%. Oh, yeah. uh, just, you know, you're living your dream. Like your dad said, and I saw a note here, you know, it's your dream. And mm -hmm. he's behind you 100%. Mm -hmm. And he wants you to be happy. And I can yeah. understand that. So mm -hmm. that's what is the uh, the best advice you've ever been given? I always go back to the beginning of my career when I was asking so many different people what I should do to get into music. And one of the girls, her name is Courtney Guns, told me to pick up a guitar and to never put it down and to start singing and never stop. And ever since she said that, I think for me in that moment, it just struck a chord with me to want to just work really hard and to do what I do and to push as many doors open as I might need to, whatever it might be. And her saying that for me was, I think, really eye opening because she was young at the time and getting into her career professionally. And it, it was really cool to have that advice, not only from just a female, but from somebody who's also young getting into what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. um, it was perfect for me. It was definitely what I needed at the time. And I always think about that, like yeah. how I thought about how I thought about what she said when she said it to me. Cool. Now, if you were to give somebody some advice, somebody that wants to do what you're doing, what would you tell them? Yeah. I would tell them to find the things in the ways of making music that makes them the happiest and to push as hard as they can to do it. Because you can so do whatever you want in music. Uh -huh. you can Country music is open to so many different things. Some people might not think so, but I always say country music is an open genre and you can create your music however you want to. And if it makes you happy, then mm -hmm. there's no other arguing to that, right? There's nothing There's no. nothing more to be said about just being happy as being a magical thing. I see uh, Sarah is on here and says she's now listening to 10,000 Miles for the first time and she's got love. Good. So, Thank see? you. See, always a new fan. It's always a fan at a time. Let's keep I it going. Her. Yes. Absolutely. Darian, you're awesome. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, we've been chatting for a little bit now. We're not going to keep you much longer, but it's it's just been so great to catch up, even if it's only been a couple of weeks since we've actually seen um, Well, we, we only saw her a couple of weeks ago, but the audience hasn't no, seen right. her in no, like exactly. seven, eight months, right? So... Yeah, it's been seven... I, b I believe it was a little over seven months ago. I was looking it up on the calendar. Uh, yes, Deb, I did keep track. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm impressed because <laughs> <laughs> she's going to, she usually is the one doing all the notes. She's the business side. Right. I'm, I'm just the guy pushing the buttons and talking on the microphone. Okay. Hey, they're both necessary and they're both needed yeah. and appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And she can yell at me all she wants. <laughs> I get it. And I yell back and no, we don't do that, but uh, yeah. we're like best of friends. So Darianne, Darianne Lee, DarianLee.com is her website. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Uh, pre-order the song because you can have it before anybody else. It comes out tonight at midnight. It's called Leaving, and uh, I see it's got hit written all over it. This could be this, this could be the icebreaker. This, I know. This, this could be the icebreaker. One of them has to be. Amen to that. You know what? It's it's because you know what you want. Don't give up. You're going to get a lot of no's, but you also get yeses. And just oh, yeah. you know, just just keep going. Darian Lee, it's been awesome chatting with you tonight. Hopefully our, our fans, uh, our, our viewers and our listeners will, will check you out a little bit further and download your music, as I mentioned, and, and, and become a friend and a fan and subscribe to your YouTube channel and your Facebook and all that stuff. You're on all the mm -hmm. socials. So. Yes, I am all over. Well, thank you for having me again. Absolutely. I so love 
and so love and enjoy seeing you guys as often as I can. I love it. <laughs> well, are you performing in Nashville these days? What are you doing for the performance? Yeah, right now life? it's been a lot of right now it's been a lot of writers rounds. Uh, but looking at full band, hopefully in the next coming months, I'm actually performing on Monday as well as on Tuesday. Where uh, are you on Monday, Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday is at Tin Roof. I'm a part of oh, wow. Bakery's uh, event that he's hosting there. Which one? Which tin roof? We might be able to get out there. Uh, tin roof on Demumbrian. On Demumbrian. Ah, and what time are you there? I believe I'm finding out really quickly. I believe it starts at seven or eight. All right, we'll look that up. Okay. It's part of the one moment. I'm grabbing it. I go. just might be popping in there. Perfect. It's a part of the Billy Block show and celebrating okay. all that he stood for in Nashville. So yes, it's that's super cool. cool. Is it, it must be open, right? Do you need tickets to get in or you just well, want to? It's all open, all okay. open. It's writer's round style. I performed on a writer's round with him the other day and there was a few weeks ago actually, and there's so many incredible art, artists and writers that have had so many awesome cuts that I couldn't believe I was on the lineup with them. It was absolute insanity and I loved every second of it. It's right. so cool. I love, love, love writer's rounds. Love them. Definitely a need to see. It's a okay. good one. So I will uh, most likely be popping in. Awesome. Sorry, Skip. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be with us in spirit. He'll be, he'll be there cheering us on. You never know. I just might show up. You you would do it. Wouldn't that be something? If wait, I would love that. <laughs> I would have yeah. put it past him. I don't know. Baseball starting that. here pretty quick too, so I don't know if I can get. We're we're huge in the baseball, so. That's especially awesome. our local team. And uh, I know we're going to be talking about some things maybe for this summer. We yeah. talked about it at CRS yeah. about yes. getting you up here to do some shows or I do a show. I love nothing more. I would love that. Yeah, so absolutely. Much. We'd love to have you. And, um, well, somebody just. Oh, Jeff is, on, Jeff is in the house. Yeah, <laughs> road trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? Uh, I know Jeff is on here. We're going to let you go in a second. But I was it's, it's funny that Jeff mentioned that because we are such a big baseball family. I want to start taking my son to like a lot of the different baseball stadiums. Right. Around. Oh, and, that was so cool. And with the minor leagues and you got the Nashville Sounds, when our Syracuse Mets aren't playing at home, I looked it up that July 4th week, Ooh. Nashville Sounds are home. So I go. thought about maybe taking them out there for a couple of days maybe during that week so you've got to that was um, so fun well, what gonna, a good idea yeah i'm looking that up all right darianne we can't keep you much longer but thank you so much <laughs> for for joining skip happens tonight and make sure you tell your friends to subscribe to skip happens on youtube and deb of course with her country music fan club and i never get this right because I just can't. So oh, Deb, the official country music fan club at Facebook and at Instagram. And we will definitely be promoting your new music and we'll be Thank sending you. our viewers some, uh, some, some new artists here. So they love hearing that stuff. So, and you get new fans out of the deal. Yes, yes. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I so appreciate you. And I love the relationship that I've been able to build with you, seeing you at CRS and just over virtual. Y'all mean the world to me, your family. Thank uh, you so much for having same, me. Same, same, right, same. Right back at you. Darianne, good night, everybody. Thank you yeah. for joining us. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. So long. Farewell. <laughs>